Randall. This is welcome to the SEO Rant. My name is Morty Overseen. My name is better as SEMrush has had a communications, but I will remind you that this podcast is pure, unofficial Morty magic, morning mania, and has nothing to do with SEMrush in any way, shape, or form, other than the fact that I happen to work for SEMrush. With that, where can you find the SEO Rant? You can find it at theseorant.com. That was so surprising. Um, on Twitter, at SEO Rant, on Stitcher, on Spotify, on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on whatever other million gazillion platforms there are to consume podcasts that I will not, cannot name. We are there. Thank you, God, for RSS feeds. When does the SEO rant come out? Typically on Thursdays each week. Some weeks I don't have time. It's sort of a side thing that I do, so I don't put an episode out, but you can expect to find one generally on Thursdays each week. This week, we have the founder of SEOsly. She is the master of all things SEO lists. I can't imagine how many list feeders numbers she ranks for. She is the founder of SEOsly. I said that already. She's the founder of SEOsly because I haven't said that three times. It's Olga Zarzechnia. How are you? Hi, 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 Marty. I, I'm, I'm fine. I'm very happy to be here. I've been listening to your podcast for a very long time. And I'm really sorry to hear great, that. And it is a great pleasure. <laughs> So finally be here as a guest. I've been I've been reading your list for a really long time. By the way, to, like really quickly, how many list feature snippets do you rank for? To be you know, honest, I was checking that uh, that uh, today. I'm not sure, but I think like tens, maybe a few tens. That's awesome. If yeah. you, in case you haven't seen these, maybe you're new to SEO or you live under a rock. So Olga will put out these amazing lists of that are like the top 500 SEO plugins or the, the top 5 million SEO tools. It's amazing. Maybe not millions, but uh, I think. <laughs> oh, we do, we do hyper, we do hyperbole on this show. We exaggerate immensely for the sake <laughs> I of know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So before we go down the rabbit hole of SEO list too long, we're talking today about why Google Search Console, you're going to get me in trouble with SEMrush, why Google Search Console should be your number one SEO tool for SEO audits. Yeah. So and then you should go to SEMrush. I am so shameless. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> or maybe I'm not. What let's talk about is why Google Search Console should be your number one tool for SEO audits. What are we talking about? Take it away. Okay. So uh, I am a senior a technical SEO auditor, so I will tell you a little bit more about myself and why I am really talking about this. So I do SEO audits every day. I've been doing SEO audits for like uh, eight years now. And uh, I use a lot of SEO tools, including SEMrush, of course, Thank you, but I also use uh, Google Search Console. <laughs> and and I think uh, there is a, a good reason why you should uh, use uh, Google Search Console as your uh, SEO tool number one, especially when you are auditing, especially if you are doing an SEO audit, whether it is a technical SEO, you know, a te technical SEO audit or a, even a content audit. Yep. So uh, the the reason why I think this is the tool to go uh, is that it's kind of it's uh, uh, the data you have here uh, comes from uh, from Google straight from the source straight from the search engines we care about. And in many cases, <laughs> and, in my, and in many cases, you really don't need to crawl your site uh, uh, to cr crawl your site and see what's there because it's enough just to go to Google Search Console, search for instance the coverage report, and you will see what indexing, crawlability problems your site has. 
and you can really see what Google is telling you, what, what's wrong. You don't need to kind of look it, look for it yourself. Of course, each case is different. With some clients, um, I don't have access to Google Search Console, and then I need to rely on external tools. And those tools do a great job as well. But if I have access to Google Search Console, I always want to start with what's in GSC, go by each and every report one by one and see, see what's there, take my notes, and then do a crawl and kind of uh, see what my crawl has shown me and what Google is trying uh, to make me focus on. So that's kind of the uh, why, why I want, uh, why, why I recommend uh, going with Google Search Console uh, always as, as a first tool. It's so funny because people, I don't think realize how much information is in there regarding your technical health of your site. You basically have logs in there, right? How, when, when, with what, yeah. with what bot and how often Google's crawling your site. And it's, exactly. it's a little bit buried in there. You have to take, it's like two or three clicks in. So it's yeah. not like, all right, your performance recovery, it's like right there. But there's a ton of information. They, they updated it. What was it? I'm terrible with time, by the way. When, maybe was it a year ago or six months ago, a year and a half ago, something like that. Yeah, about a year ago, I think. Yeah, and it's really good. Yeah, it's really good, and it's it's really you don't need to do a log analysis if you don't have time, you don't have resources, you don't have the, this possibility. You just need to go to settings in Google Search Console, find Google Crawl Stats, stats Reports, and mm-hmm. it will. Kind of show you what really matters. For instance, it will show you whether there were there was a problem with a robots.txt uh, resolution, DNS resolution, whether robots.txt uh, works uh, correctly, whether it returns 404 and stuff like that. So you can basically run a quick health check of your server by just going there. And uh, the same with, for instance, this uh, crawl, crawl stats reports also shows you the average uh, response time of, of your server. So if there are any, any issues with that, you just go there and look for, for some spikes and, and, and it's there. Yeah. I, I noticed a huge difference when I moved from one server to the other. It kind of immediately showed there <laughs> a huge difference. <laughs> right. That's, that's always, that's always, I'm hoping it was a better difference. Yeah, it was way okay, better difference. Yeah, I moved from shared hosting to a dedicated hosting, oh, cool. and it was like ten times better immediately. So <laughs> nice. So there's a ton like this. For example, um, links and people don't people don't use Search Console. We automatically go to a tool and say, "Oh, okay, I mean, let me do a backlink audit." But first off, in, in many of the tools, I know it's Sem- I'm not plugging Semrush, but you should check that with all of your tools that you're using. You can probably integrate Google Search Console into your backlink tools so that the tool can find links that maybe it didn't find that Google did find so you get a fuller picture. Leaving that aside, Google has, Search Console has a whole backlink support and they'll tell you, yeah, which, which page is the most frequent, uh, which, which text is the most uh, frequently uh, used. All that great stuff is right there in Search Console. People don't even really use it. And I'm yeah, not really sure yeah. why. I'm not sure why as well, but yeah. And uh, Google Search Console also shows you the internal links. For instance, which pages on your site Mm -hmm. are linked the most. So this is also useful. And as you said, external links as well. So I think the best best, uh, thing to do is to combine exactly what SEMrush is telling you and combine it with what uh, Google Search Console is is telling you as well. And then you have like the the fuller picture. Yeah, I mean, one thing. I'm sorry, no, you go. No, your show, you go. 
<laughs> so one thing to note is that Google Search Console, I know, I, I'm not sure if everyone knows that, uh, shows you also nofollowed links. And of course, uh, Google Search Console won't show you whether this is a nofollowed links. And it also shows you the dis disallowed, uh, dis disavowed uh, links if you have this disavowed file up uploaded as well. So this is something to keep in mind. That's why you may need, you may need an external tool to kind of uh, show you what links uh, can count mo more and what links maybe are just only no no followed. So that brings up a good point. At what point do you, because I do, I do agree with you. I think Search Console is the most powerful SEO tool out there. That's At what great. point, yeah. And I, I'm saying that because please, if you're listening from SEMrush, don't fire me. It's, it's just, it's Google's data. It is what it is. Semrush is really like the, the foundational tool. But at what point do you move to a third-party tool? So I think once I'm done with this kind of analyzing what's, what's there, then I, I move to, a, to an external tool. For instance, if I want to crawl the entire site and I want to have, for instance, the list of all of the pages and have the list of uh, all of their status codes, things like that, because... A Google Search Console usually only shows you the sample, sample one, uh, one, 1,000 URLs that have a, that have a specific uh, issue, that have a specific problem. So in, I would say that uh, Google Search Console shows me the areas I, I should check in more detail. And this is what I do with, with crawling, with, with crawlers. I do the and same thing for ranking. Right. You could use a tool, you use an explorer tool like SEMrush has or whatever, and you can pull out the top ranking organic keywords. I use it for my competitors because I don't have their search console data. But when I have actual search console data and I want to say, OK, what keywords should I start tracking position for? So I run into search console. I check, OK, where am I getting what keywords am I getting impressions for that I think I want to work on or improve on or that are important to me? And then I throw those into the position tracking tool and monitor them. But I'm, I'm not. I mean, yeah, you could come up with a list of, okay, what keywords do I want to track that are important? We're fine. But you could also go into search console, see what keywords are bringing up your impressions and then work on those and pull them into a precision tracking tool so that you can actually see the, the particular ranking and more granular data on those particular keywords, which kind of speaks, I think, what you're talking about. Whereas often I find that search console gives me a very broad view. And then when I want to refine that down, I'll take what I see in search console and utilize a third-party tool for it. Yeah, exactly. And I also, for instance, use the performance reports to, to, do, to simply check, uh, for instance, the pages for which my site ranks on positions uh, like uh, 11 and 20. So that it is the usually the second page of Google results. And once I have this, this list, uh, then it is usually a good idea to, for instance, throw them into some SEMrush and see the, their difficulty, their their potential, their keyword, their, their volume, so that I can, for instance, uh, think, uh, choose the ones that I want to, for instance, work on, optimize for more my, my, my content, or maybe find uh, come up with even new topics for for new 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 posts for my site. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because like, I don't think people think about it this way, but when you when you you create a page or you create a site, however you want to slice this you might have a certain intention. I'm going to try to rank for this keyword or this question or whatever it is, but you don't know what's going to stick or how Google's going to understand the page until you actually see, Oh, you know what I am? I, I thought I'd rank for this, but I end up ranking for these five other things. Yeah. Like let's go with this. Yeah. So, so it's an 80, 80, 20 uh, role, right? Right. So for the size. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It happens all the time with every site I see. <laughs> 
but but for example, they I never thought I would I had an episode with um Andrew Charlton a long time ago and we talked about was it Andrew? No, it wasn't Andrew Charlton. Ooh, I'm messing this up. Who was it? Oh no, I don't remember. And about SEO forecasting. Yeah, some, I, I, I listened to that. You listened one, to that yeah. one. Do you remember who it was I spoke to? I, I don't, <laughs> but I listened to that one. So bad. <laughs> I'm so bad. Andrew Charlton did a whole bunch on SEO forecasting. I don't think he did the episode with me. Man, who did that episode? Anyway, for some reason, I, I th- that episode, the, the show notes rank like relatively well for the term SEO forecasting. Hmm. <laughs> that's interesting. I mean, I don't know if it does anymore. I think it dropped down to like 40, but it was it was on page two for a long time. And to get a bunch of clicks and impressions out of like, I never expect I don't expect anything on this podcast to rank because I'm just like, <laughs> th- I'm like throwing the show notes together in 30 minutes. I'm like, I don't have time for this, but you never know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so maybe that's a topic for you to maybe write on. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe you want to write an article. <laughs> no, I'm going to write an article about why ranking a podcast is the biggest pain in the ass on the planet because the entire first page of the strip is filled up top 10 podcasts. So no actual podcast yeah, page rank. Yeah, I've noticed that. Yeah. Yes. And I listened to that one when you were talking about this as well. And yeah, I, and it made me made me think that maybe I should uh, start a podcast as well. Because when I whenever I look for a new podcast to listen to, I always start with the ones that are kind of very obsolete and nothing is happening there has been happening for years side point they are the worst results on the planet because you get these lists i'm not going to say who it who it was but someone included an old podcast i did on a list of the top podcasts for whatever year it was like yeah i haven't done that podcast in like a year i don't know why you're so the results are literally filled with podcasts that don't actually at least for seo that don't even exist anymore yeah exactly <laughs> it's crazy it's so frustrating anyway besides we can go down that wormhole for a long time um but i, I do want to ask okay so if you had a wish list of things you can add to search console like i i was talking to not daily Malik on the very first episode of this podcast about um uh crawl errors api for search console mm-hmm. if you could have a wish list of what you would add to search console what would it be that's that's a very good question. Well, you can make a list. You should make a list. Things <laughs> yes, I want, definitely. The top 20 things I want for Christmas this year from Google for Search Console. And then we'll mail it to Daniel Weisberg. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I will uh, I will tag uh, John Miller as well. My, you, yeah, story. you should start off. Dear Daniel and John. Yeah. And uh, yeah, <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> be great. So one thing I think I would like to see, I would like to see... Uh, the uh, Chrome user experience data uh, to be updated daily or hourly so that I can see almost live how Core Web Vitals and Google page experience signals are, are uh, what, they are, what they are for real actual users. Because yeah, Google, Google Analytics, uh, Google Search Console is the best tool to, to track uh, field data. And some people, they don't always have the possibility to track it in Google Analytics. It is a little bit more uh, complicated. You need a JavaScript, uh, you need a script and, and so on. So if I could have that in Google Search Console, I think that would be awesome. It's funny because it seems like they put that there. I don't blame them for doing this. It's good data. I'm not arguing with it. But it seems like they put that there to get SEOs to focus on core robot. I was like, hey, look, it's in Search Console now. Now you have to focus on it. That's possible. 
um, makes perfect sense. It it yeah, it does. It makes sense. I think I don't mean that in a bad way. I think that's a good idea for them to have done that. But since and, you brought up Google Analytics, why not Google Analytics? Why is Search Console your favorite SEO tool? Uh, I think that's because a Google Search Console only shows me the organic traffic, only the the traffic uh, powered by <laughs> SEO. Only, only this, and this is uh, the focus of SEOs. Why Google Analytics shows you everything, paid and so on. So I definitely prefer GSC because sometimes if you don't do not filter uh, the traffic in Google Analytics, you may think that, for instance, oh this this site is skyrocketing. But once you dig deeper, it looks like maybe for instance this is a bot traffic or it is a paid yeah. traffic so and in gsc you have what you really need there's for so much annoying stuff like that in there also i like search console better because this, the left hand menu bar is about a third yeah. of the size as google analytics yeah can they please <laughs> fix that it's, that would it's, be nice it's well. insane but i i use i use it at this point Let's say three times a week I'm in there and mm-hmm. I still, and I'll go to the same stupid report. I have my routine of what I'm looking at and I still, I'm like, okay, wait, wait, which, which menu, sub menu. Okay. Which one? Oh my God. I hate this every single time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can totally relate to that. <laughs> okay. So last question, do okay. you use the Google, since we're talking about Google Analytics and Search Console, do you use that top level summary report that they have somewhere, which I have bookmarked somewhere that I never use anymore, where they combine the Search Console data and the Google Analytics data? You mean Google Search Console Insights, right? Is that what they call it? Yeah, I, I have I it bookmarked. Think... I looked at it two or three times. I actually liked it. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it too. So I use it. I used it a couple of times to kind of see, because... Uh, it is true that it showed me some of the data that I kind of didn't pay attention to. It showed me, for instance, the, the pages which uh, have the longest uh, view time. And of course, I can find this information in Google Analytics, but I kind of didn't take my no, time to nice. do that. Yeah, really... Then I click here and I see those insights. So I think it is especially useful for maybe less advanced uh, SEOs and website owners who don't have time to kind of look in Google Analytics and, and Google Search Console, they can they want some insights. So for that, I think it is it is a very nice tool. Yeah, if only they made it like a little bit more accessible because it's literally buried in one of my bookmarks and I'm looking now. I have like 3,000 bookmarks. I think it shows when you log in to Google Search Console, the link to that. Does it's it at the top, right? right? Away. At the top, yeah. yeah. At the top, I know it's at the top somewhere. It's hidden. Like now we're gonna go on a fishing. Maybe not for every. Oh no, it is right there. Search console insights. I totally miss that every time. (laughs) It's hilarious. It is there. I'm like, I have a bookmark. Banner blindness, right? (laughs) Oh my god! Hey, hey, Google, you got to work on that UI there a little bit because I'm literally in search console every day and I completely ignored it. Thank you for helping me. (laughs) You're welcome. <laughs> so that's what happens. That's what happens. Like you become creatures of habits. All right. Log in a search console. First thing, don't look at anything else. Open report on performance. Next, let's go take a look at crawl. Sure. Okay, great. And I completely ignored it. I'm like, I would like to look at that report. I don't know where it is anymore. 
That's amazing. So you, you, you've you've made my day. You, you made me really happy. Now I'm going to go look at it. I got to switch accounts. Great. But yeah, oh, that's down. Oh, that's not good. I'm just kidding. Um, anyway, <laughs> where can people find you? So uh, I am kind of building my uh, Twitter following. I'm trying to share a lot of uh, new things I write about on Twitter. So I think definitely Twitter. It is uh, like, like my name, Olga Zarzeczna. I, I know people have trouble spelling, uh, spelling my name and uh, pronouncing it, but it is Twitter. You can also find me on LinkedIn. And I invite you to follow my blog. Uh, I try to post a new article every week. Definitely follow the blog. If you don't know where it is, just check it out. Check out Alayda Solis' newsletter every week. You're yeah. in there every week. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> She's check great. that out. So shout out to Alayda's newsletter. Yeah, um, when definitely. does the SEO rant come out? Weekly, on Thursdays, generally, where can you find it? Anywhere you consume podcasts or the SEORant.com. Olga, thank you so much for coming on. And thank you. Help me find the site overview insights thing that I have completely glossed over. <laughs> thank and you. I feel like a total stooge now, but thank you very much for that. It was a it was a great great pleasure for me to be here, and uh, I hope I I will be able to come back uh, in some time, maybe in the future. Anytime, you can That's we can awesome. go through Google Analytics next. Okay, <laughs> That's we're still. a longer episode for that because I got a whole list of things that annoy me about Google Analytics. Anyway, oh. thank you so much for coming on, thank and you. To my audience, toodles. <laughs>